0: Now joining me is Cam Inman, 49ers beat reporter for the Bay Area News Group, San Jose Mercury News. Cam, you're familiar with House of Horns. You were here, what, maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. I lost track, (laughs) but it wasn't that long ago. Cam, how are you doing? I think you've had a a big trade. You were in West Virginia, a two-game losing streak, uh, a nice win for the 49ers, on Monday Night Football against the Rams. So much happened, but it feels like I just saw
1: you. I'm not (laughs) complaining. I like having you here. How are you doing, Cam? Yeah, isn't it amazing that that this series is going to be done before Halloween, right? Like day before Halloween. But it's just like I'm so used to it coming down to like a like the, the regular season finale for so many years between these teams, and it's going to be like that's it, buddy. Okay, this is, that, I guess that gives us like some extra importance for this game because both teams need that win.
0: Yeah, you know, it, it just feels like kind of a, a letdown or a shame. Too soon before Halloween, yeah. like you mentioned. And I know both teams are struggling. You know, the, the Rams are coming off the bye week 3-3. Three and three, uh, Like I mentioned, the Niners are 3-4. and four. Uh, But there's still so much to determine in the NFC West. But, you know, I'll segue to, to, to this uh, massive trade because I haven't talked to you. And I'm very curious about it, uh, Cam, with Christian McCaffrey. And the crazy yeah. part, he already played a game. So uh, yeah. the Rams are going to see him two, two weeks in a row. Because McCaffrey was not the Panthers the last time they – they played a game. Uh, but how did that you know turn out? That trade were you a little surprised? Did you hear some whispers or uh just kind of give me that one week of of, of uh, hectic crazy news for you with Cam uh with our or McCaffrey?
1: I mean, I, we were getting you know, the, the rumor mill was connecting the Niners to McCaffrey for probably a week or two, and it's kind of like, Are you kidding? Like, this is a 49er team that like they they go through five running backs a season because they get hurt in Shanahan's offense why on earth would they spend money to bring in this guy and it's like i mean it doesn't make sense like you know the rams need somebody the bills need somebody and a couple things i think factored into this um besides the fact that they kept him from the rams getting him i think that obviously may have factored into part of it and you know maybe that cost him an extra pick that's fine um but kyle shanahan and john lynch have known christian mccaffrey and the mccaffrey family for decades and they're deeply familiar with him. And this was not a position of need um, the way some others are. But at the same time, what McCaffrey can do for this offense and really jolt it alive because they have enough guys they're paying like these all-pro um, salaries to with Kittle and Debo and Trent Williams and Kyle Juszczyk that they need to get moving on offense and they don't seem to be able to do it. Um, it's just like, okay, that makes a lot of sense that they do go after um you know, what could be a generational talent in Christian McCaffrey if he's healthy.
0: Yeah, you know, going off of that, Cam, you know, it is a little strange, you know, this this amazing uh, zone outside uh, running scheme from Shanahan that you could plug in anybody. Uh, Raheem Moster had 200 yards in an NFC title game not too long ago yeah. uh, in this scheme. You know, you got Jeff Wilson, uh, Elijah Mitchell, these guys just produced. So that was a little surprising there with, with the McCaffrey trade. Uh, but do you think maybe part of it was like, you know he's he's here for the next three years you know it's not just a one and done deal uh he's so versatile out of the backfield he could play wide receiver he's like a Debo Samuel but an actual running back is that part of it too you think
1: yeah because Debo you know it's interesting they're the dual threat guys right the rushing and receiving and um but but they said right away he's not a he's not a rental just for this year um it could be just for a year and a half to be honest um it's they can get out of it because $12 million is a big salary to pay for a running back, uh, in a system that churns through so many running backs, but, um, they're committed to them through this year and next year. I mean, they gave away basically the rest of their draft class in 2023 to get them. Um, and it's not that they've, uh, they borrowed uh, less needs FM picks credo, but they kind of have, (laughs) and it's kind of, and they're not going to apologize for it. I, and, and that's fine. They shouldn't have to, um, It's just now it's going to be up to Christian McCaffrey to produce. And I think it's actually more pressure on Kyle Shanahan because for years, everybody's talked about what a great offensive mind he is. And honestly, the only time that seems to come out is when he plays the Rams and Sean McVay, where he has to outsmart him. We got a vacuum going here in the uh, Levi stadium lounge, by the way. (laughs) We're going to take you on a, we're going to take you on a, on an inside tour of Levi stadium. Well, Cam, while you you
0: take the walk, I'll get Victor here in and settled in. Uh, So take your time, and Victor will ask you a question about these 49ers because they're on a two-game losing streak. we got to figure them out. So uh, The Rams
1: or the Raiders? I mean,
0: the Rams or the Raiders. uh, The 49ers, the Rams, all of them. Uh, Victor, thank you for joining the show. Hey, Victor.
1: Uh, Hello. Thank you for having me. (laughs) you like this it's, it's a moving camp it''s, it's a yeah. it's a moving <laughs> <this laughs> camp we're really oh. testing out the Levi Stadium Wi-Fi
0: <laughs> <laughs> but Victor uh, when, when Cam is ready go ahead and ask him about the what's going on there with the, ch- the chiefs loss and the Falcons loss because I, I don't I don't understand this 49ers team.
1: Yeah, I wanted to know, is, is it more about uh, the the players coming back from injury, or is it just what, what's what been the problem lately for the 49ers, especially on defense? Because they were really good to start the yeah. season. Um, I would say, you know, defensively, that's been the issue is the injuries, right? Um, because they had about seven or eight would-be starters out. Welcome to the uh, 49er media room, by the way. Nice. I, oh, my seat's down smart. there somewhere. We'll go we we'll huddle it's up Much bigger here. than the round one.
0: <laughs> yeah, I
1: mean it's pretty great. I mean we've been in here what eight, this is year nine in it. So um, anyhow, the um, I mean the the defensive injuries really killed them. Oh gosh, I need to get something to stand this up on. Anyhow, the um, but the other fact is, I mean the Chiefs with Patrick Mahomes, uh, they finally faced a pretty good offense and they they got shredded. They gave up six touchdown or six touchdowns and I think seven or eight drives um, right off the bat. It was just. Everybody that was playing with even Nick Bosa was healthy, but the they, the Chiefs outsmarted them. And the Niners, their ends lined up so wide. Um, Andy Reid was smart; and they faked like they were going to block them, and they just ran right by them. And it really exposed, you know, some other some of these mobile quarterbacks. What they'll do is they'll wait for the Niners to to pressure from the outside, and then the quarterbacks will just start up the middle. Um, and then the fact that their cornerback situation is become pretty dire in the last couple of weeks. They lost Emmanuel Mosley to uh, ACL two games ago in Carolina. And then Traverius Ward, who's been playing at a phenomenal level, they picked him up from KC. He hurt his groin in Atlanta. And so, but he rushed himself back to face his former team, the Chiefs and didn't go so well for him. So, um, and then the the, 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 defensive line has not been able to stop the run. It's not going to be an issue this week. If the Rams don't have anybody to run the football. Um <laughs> So, I mean, Matthew Stafford can just air it out and like he usually does against them. But, you know, the Niners have a way of getting a pick six off the Rams. I think they've done it like four years in a row. So that was my advice to people like how the Niners going to bounce back. I go, just get another pick six and beat the Rams again. It's just ho-hum. That's what they do.
0: Yeah, uh, Cam, when uh, we asked them about the Ufanga pick six, uh Sean McVay was like, yeah, it was just like last year. I, I, all these flashbacks, all these pick-six. So uh, it was Monday it night.
1: Just, but it wasn't just, I mean, Jimmy Ward's got one. Devon yeah. Kinlaw's got one. <laughs> Hufanga, Fred Warner. That's four guys in like four years, three years. It's ridiculous. So And Stafford's, I think, thrown – I'm not sure about this. I looked it up the other day, but he's thrown like 50 pick-sixes in his career. Obviously, he's had a long career, but it's – Oh, yeah, we've talked about that. Yeah,
0: But the funny thing is that Jimmy Ward picked six was on the, on the, on the right side of the field. It yeah. was kind of, a, 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 I guess, a screenplay that wasn't supposed to be a screenplay. So it was very similar to uh, so Sean yeah. McVay yeah. and his memory there was having flashbacks. But um, let me ask you about that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cam, you know, you know it seems like the 49ers need a get-right game. And when they play the Rams in the regular season, it's always a get-right game. Uh, I don't care what happened the first two weeks with this with the 49ers because when they play the, the Rams in the regular season, they usually figure it out and they win the game. Obviously, yeah. the NFC title game is a different thing, and that's what you want to win. Mm-hmm. But this Rams team, it, it, they're coming off the bye week, and people are forgetting like they couldn't protect Stafford. They don't, ha- they don't have Cam Akers. So uh, right. when you have Nick Bosa, and maybe that's all you need to beat this Rams team. Uh, do you think they're going to go off the same blueprint because they were blitzing heavy in the Monday Night Football game?
1: Um, you know what's interesting? They did in that game. They didn't blitz a lot the last two weeks, and their defense didn't look as good. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see if they get Eric Armstead back on the interior of the defensive line. He's a guy that's not a household name, but he has been he's a team captain. He's been really pivotal for their line. Um, and that could change how they approach it. I mean, uh, they could probably blitz a lot, but... Uh, they, they seem to find a way, like you said, against the Rams and they're going to be in the SoFi beach house, the 49ers Southern California vacation home, or, I mean, it's you know. going to be, what is it like? It's usually at least 50% red, um, they the Rams have to go to More. the silent count. It's, it's crazy, isn't it? I mean, even in Atlanta and Carolina, you know, those are not big Niner hotbeds, but that those stadiums were bipartisan as well. So, I mean, um. It helped them in Carolina. It didn't make a difference in Atlanta because Atlanta was running all over them. Um, it, I mean, see, that's the thing that the Rams, if they could take anything from how teams have attacked the Niners the last two weeks, it's by running the football. And if they can figure out, get those linemen moving rather than be stationary and not being able to protect Stafford and just run at the Niners, that might be their best shot at it. Go ahead, Vic. Uh, I wanted to ask you about Fred Warner. Uh, I know he's he's turned into the best linebacker in the NFL. How is the season going? And do you have any cool stories, kind of like what you had for us for uh, about Ufanga with uh, Fred Warner? Fred Warner is not having a great year. He, um, because of the the defense, last two weeks it's been really exposed, and that's left Fred out of position to make tackles. It's been very uncharacteristic. Um, he'd say so himself. Uh, Drake Greenlaw was off to a better start as a linebacker at the start of the season was getting more tackles than Fred. Um, Fred's still the leader of the defense, you know, uh, he's got the green dot relaying it, trying to fire guys up on the sidelines. Um, and you know, this, this defense was top ranked for about the first five, six weeks. Um, then they got handled pretty well by the Falcons run game. And then the chiefs destroyed them by the pass and the run. And Fred's a very prideful guy, um, stands up, talks to everybody, probably more so than anybody else on that defense, trying to explain everything. But, um, he, he's not off to a great start last year. He wasn't off to a great start either. And then he kind of rallied. Um, there was a lot of pressure on him last season because he got this big contract extension before the year. Um, and then, you know, later in the season, he was, you know, imploring his teammates that you have to start making plays. He started uh, forcing, uh, takeaways there late in the season. Even in Green Bay in the playoffs, so I mean he's still a, a, an elite linebacker. Um, whether he's the best in the league right now or not, it, it doesn't look like it, but it, that can change week to week, right? So, um, and it's around. It's about who surrounds you. And right now, the Niners' defense has not been playing well around him the last two weeks.
0: Cam, uh, this would be the last question. I know you're busy, and I think you're you're in the whisper voice right now because you're in the media center. Uh, There's no. You don't
1: want- <laughs> our <laughs> okay. colleague down the street. Down okay. Here.
0: OK, I'll, I'll be the last one. But we cannot end the show without a, a, a Jimmy G question. We haven't asked you about Jimmy right. G. Uh, obviously, we've talked about the, the offense, but uh, kind of similar with what with, with I asked you about. The 49ers always getting it right with the Rams. Like Jimmy G is part of that. He usually figures out against the Rams. Uh, and, and you know, you think he'll he'll bounce back this week. And the, and the last thing uh, I think I saw D, Debo Samuels dealing, dealing with an injury. Uh, yeah. He was big in that Monday Night Football game. We had that 57 or whatever it was touchdown on on uh, Jalen Ramsey missing a tackle and all that. So, uh, it would, if, if Debo's not playing, how does it affect this uh, 49ers offense with
1: Jimmy G? Yeah, let's start with the Debo thing because Debo has been a Rams destroyer. Yeah, he's he's never lost to him except in the NFC Championship game. Same with Jimmy. Um, so Debo like was reported to have a hamstring issue on Monday. So we're going to keep an eye on that during the week. Um, Jimmy's been playing like jimmy garoppolo he's aired it out a little bit more than he has in the past and but it's it hasn't been just phenomenal uh the receivers have dropped too many passes uh jimmy threw a goal line interception just before halftime against the chiefs that had everybody um i mean he's so such a polarizing quarterback up here everybody wants to think that he's was supposed to win super bowls because of the contract he got and he didn't um but the fact that he was here after trey lance broke his ankle in week two and then you know, it led him to a win against the Rams, and um, you just never know what you're going to get from Jimmy, especially if he gets pressured. Um, if Aaron Donald's coming at him, and he hasn't had great success against the Niners, but he did in the NFC Championship game, right, when it really counted. So it's like the Niners can say all they want, that they can dominate Aaron Donald, but he's got that Super Bowl ring to show he can dominate them when he needs to, Um the, the, the Garoppolo interception was was concerning just because you've seen that in the past from him where he'll throw up a ball that he really has no business throwing. Um, and everybody just killed him uh, for it because it, it cost them a potential touchdown. The Chiefs didn't convert it into points, whereas Mahomes threw a touchdown, the Niners converted it into a touchdown, and nobody had a problem with it. So it's just uh, people want to just uh, destroy Garoppolo for not being a 400-yard quarterback every week. Um, that there's going to be a bad interception, even though he may throw one or two touchdown passes. And it's you sense a little bit more with him kind of cutting it loose this year uh, because he's he knows he's a short-timer, that this is, uh, you know, last year he was supposed to be the short-timer, that Lance was going to take over. But now he really kind of controls his own destiny, whether if he plays great, he can kind of pick where he wants to go, even if it's back here, which would be surprising, but maybe not. Um And so he wants to take more downfield shots. It's just they have a rookie wide receiver in Danny Gray, where if Debo's hurting, um, they could put Gray in and use him a little bit more, maybe on some jet sweeps. Or uh, the guy has not had a touch or not had a catch yet this season. He was a third round pick, like a 4 3 guy out of SMU. They're trying to get him in this offense. It just hasn't worked. But now that McCaffrey's aboard, I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo's main role is to get the ball into McCaffrey or Debo or Brandon Ayuk or Kittle's hands. It's Um, there's really no pressure on Garoppolo. It's it's on all these other guys to finally make plays because these are the, the, they have the all pros just get the ball to them and let them do what they got to do.
0: Yeah. Just make quick throws, get, get, find the open space for Debo and CMC and make it work. And the last time the Rams played the 49ers, uh, Jimmy took one hit. It was Aaron Donald when he was left open, but no sack. So they figured that, figured that out. Uh, But Cam, uh, you're busy and I appreciate your time as always. You're the first ever guest on Compass on the Beat. Now you're the first ever two time guest on House of Horns. Uh, so we love it. Uh, thank you for the time, Cam.